I'm Andrew Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. And I'm James J. Miles. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we are hunting Shogun Cenothor. And his son Played the match They played the monster match The monster match It was a Jericho Coming down Now you know These large Carpathians can be found around volcanoes and in the flooded forest. Shogun Cenotaur wield long, developed claws that are usually unfolded away, but unfurl into terrifying blades when enraged. Shogun Cenotaur, like the Daimyo Hermitor, are also known to use wyvern skulls as shells. Specimens that do have been observed using a water jet-like attack. With a fearsome leap, the hunter thinks its prey vanquished. But what it finds are not the spoils of victory. But discarded armor shed like a husk. And when the beast finds its next target, it doesn't think twice about leaving its old shell behind. It finds new armor to dawn, its blades as deadly as ever. Those who oppose it have no choice but to atone with their lives. I was about to say I can't remember fighting one, but then as soon as you said water jet attack, I was like, oh yeah, that's a thing. I always uh, remember them having like a bigger version of like the small cenotaur, like the small cenotaur and small hermitor shells, but no, they do have the wyvern shell, don't they? Yeah. Well, the yeah, the one of the big differences between cenotaur compared to hermitor is that it will switch its shells during the hunt. So if you smash yeah. one, it the, goes to confirm, Mars, this the one we fought today had the wyvern skull. Broke First pretty quickly. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> I, was just, I was like, <laughs> I thought you say you hadn't seen it. I was like, I was, I was very confused. Well, I corrected myself very quickly, I'll have you know. Please don't okay, put words in my mouth. No, well, I'm watching you. There you were. Although, while also, we're talking about it spraying water, I've got to blow one of my fact loads pretty early. Oh. I'm looking here at a tweet from Gaijin Hunter in June 23rd, 2020. Fun fact, Kojima-san from Capcom disclosed in an older article interview that the liquid the Shogun Senator uses is urine. Oh, lovely. <laughs> I mean, it was always Thanks. either spiss, piss or spit, right? So, or as I tried to say then, spiss. <laughs> is it definitely always going to be that? I mean, you, you else I would feel it that be? you've uh, um, water that it drank earlier. Ejaculate. Sp- A.K.A. piss or spit. <laughs> No, 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 no. It holds it in its special water gun pocket. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what, what I call my bladder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think spit is just water, is it? There must be, but there's enzymes and shit in there. That's not just water. It's processed. Processed water. <laughs> it's better for you. But piss is definitely processed water. Oh, that, piss, that piss, is. yeah. 
A process yeah. has definitely well, no, been applied. Saliva is also processed water. It's, it's all pretty processed, is all I'm saying. What tastes better, piss, spit, or fridge? <laughs> I mean, obviously spit. You can taste it at all times. <laughs> I don't have a response. <laughs> I wonder if you could taste the difference in someone else's spit. Well, yeah, obviously. Have you never kissed anyone, mate? <laughs> yeah, but now I, I like I can taste the tongue and stuff. But can I taste the spit itself? <laughs> yes, it's the it's the spit you're tasting. You're not actually tasting the tongue. Should we get back to the sugar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this episode has gone so insane. Well, it's because you blew your fact load. <laughs> <laughs> you, you brought us down this cursed path. <sighs> Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> so um, we did an episode on the Hermitor, obviously. Actually, only a couple of episodes ago, nothing about it, goodness. But for me, out of the two big crab boys, Shogun's always been the, the main event. I remember there oh, yeah, being obviously. a bigger difference between them. I Whereas here, they f- well, maybe it's like Andy always says, we're just actually better at the game, is the difference. But here it felt like A, Cenotaur came pretty quickly after Hermitor, and B, there wasn't a huge difficulty jump between the two for me. I would argue it's the way that they've positioned monsters in the expansion more than anything else. I think if it was in high rank or low rank, there would be a more sizable gap. But I think that the fact that there's only so many new monsters on offer, mm. and of the ones that they are offering, they are higher level. Um, like they're just sort of keeping it back so yeah unfortunately he does look closer to his brother uh, purely because there's not enough to pad it out between the two yeah maybe if they'd been in base rise like Cenotaur would have only been high rank or something like that yeah possibly I would say that I don't think that question is indicative of the actual difficulty of Shogun because me and Andy are in <laughs> you know quite yeah. I wouldn't say end game sets, but very, very uh, late not far game. Off. <laughs> yeah, we're not that far off. We've got very good sets and, and weapons. Mm. And I do remember when I first fought Cenotaur, but I had probably appropriately ranked gear. Um, I did. I did notice a real difficulty, not a spike, but certainly a difference between him and Hermitor. Like it was a much dicier hunt with Cenotaur, um, especially as it's the first monster that you can encounter that will inflict bleed. Mm. on you, which is in status, obviously, we've encountered before in older games, but if you're new to the series since World, or, or even Rise, it's a brand new status for you. Yeah, knowing how to and deal with Bleed, one. it didn't bother me that much here, but I remember it feeling brutal back in the older games. Can you get Bleed weapons yourself in Monster Hunter? No, I no. think you're thinking of Elden Ring. Well, no, because what that's the point I was going to make, because Elden Ring's bleed is really fun to use on your weapons, but it's a really irritating mechanic if an enemy has it. <laughs> no, yeah, I, th- I think the uh, monster is sharpness is, is what they use instead, so like, right, the Seragios yeah. weapon has extra high sharpness. Well, yeah, Seragios um, weapons so, yeah. have that cool thing where they sharpen themselves every time uh, you roll. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's a actual skill you get now yeah, that's specifically armor, as opposed threat. to on each weapon in Rise. But we'll, yeah. we'll come to that in a later episode, I am sure. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, like you said, if you, if you know how to handle the bleed um, status, then it's not that much of a problem. Like, there's a item you can get that uh, Jas clued me onto where if you cook um, the the any fish item at the uh, the canteen through like the motley mix, whatever it's called, you'll get a big stack of items in return called premium fish, which are effectively like the um, sushi fish that you can sometimes get in the box at the start of the hunt. Okay. Or catch yourself, for that matter of fact. Um, and they also give like a little regen over time um, effect as well. So not only do you cure the bleed, um, you also probably cure any damage you've taken with the hit and any bleed proc as well. But without those items, and especially if it's your first time encountering the status, I think it's quite easy to run about and take the extra little bit of bleed damage and then potentially even faint as a result, as a result of it. But, I... uh yeah, I usually find it it's easier for me to just squat for a second than even use the item. Yeah. It feels pretty quick oh. in this game. Plus you can wire bug out of range, do your little squatting and then get back into it. Yeah. There's definitely ways around it, obviously. If if you're in the know that is, but that's what I was saying. It can be a bit nasty for a newcomer, I suppose. Hmm. Not that we've got a newcomer's perspective on that <laughs> here, but still. But I definitely I think he... just literally fighting it. It's a lot more fun than Hermitor because he's got yeah. so much more movement. His claws can go all around his body, swing at you, literally like swords. Whereas Hermitor, he's more of a boxer than a sword fighter, and he's pretty mm. stationary. There's a really good new move that he's got. Um, I don't remember him doing this in the old games. I could be totally wrong, but it's where he kind of like quickly sharpens his claws, like does a little like. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Like right with both claws and then jumps at you with both of them. Um, cool. It's kind of like his. It's like his biggest attack, I think. To be honest, he, it's nasty if it hits you. Like does quite a big chunk of damage, even in you know quite quite very good gear that I had. <laughs> uh, I got chunked by that move in the hunt we did, and saw my health bar deplete pretty quickly. Um, he's a lot quicker, obviously, than Hermitor as well. Like you got to be on your toes. Um, with some of like his slashes and swipes. I haven't fought him in caves much. Does he still do that thing where he'll walk on the ceiling? I think uh, so, but I can't say I specifically remember. I, 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 I've got it in my memory, but I don't know if that's a longer back memory than uh, I should have. Mm. I haven't seen him do it in Rise, but... I don't feel like there, there are as many sort of low-ceilinged caves around. I don't think I've actually fought him in the lava caverns because that would be the only real place that he would do it. Um, that I can think of in Rise, at least. Um, of most, I think I've only just fought him in the flooded forest, and he normally just stays hmm. above ground, like in the swampy areas. But uh, Andrew's on a postcard, please, if he does do it. I will say that still one of the most satisfying parts of the hunt, and this has always been the case with Shogun, and it's still the case in this game, is uh, breaking that big old shell and exposing the fleshy nub beneath. That is always a good time, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> it is. It's also horrible. Is it? Like, it's really gross, that little nub. It, like... No, it sounds like you've been quite rude to crabs, to be honest, mate. But, but is that what crabs are... necessary? You know what? 
I haven't looked. Yeah, at you don't know. A hermit crab. How many how many crab hermit crabs have you smashed the shell open? For? I want to see a hermit crab without his shell. Now I'm going to look to put it up on Google Images. I'm, sh- I'm sure you could fight a hermit I'd crab. I'd like you to Google specifically hermit crab fleshing nub. <laughs> First, I'm going to search hermit crab no shell. Then I'll search hermit crab fleshy okay. nub. Oh, it is a bit of a fleshy nub. <laughs> hey, see, they don't make this shit up. No, better. but it's, it's good not like. Human skin coloured the way it is in Monster Hunter. It looks more like an uncooked prawn. It doesn't look like that is kind. Uncooked prawns are kind of human skin coloured. <laughs> you've not. I've been indoors. It's not that years, far You've not away. seen my skin. <laughs> right, I'm now trying hermit crab fleshy nub. I'm not this getting much great. of a result. <laughs> oh, disappointment. Sad. I've seen one that lives inside of a, a bottle cap, though. Great. One lives inside of a washing up bottle. Yeah, they live in all That's kinds sad. of weird stuff. Yeah. The visually, the Cenotaur's design is a bit like busier and weirder than Hermitor. Um, but one thing which we didn't know back when we did our first Shogun Cenotaur episode, and which is really cool is that its design is a deliberate reference to the trooper bugs in Starship Troopers. Oh, really? Yeah, the way, A, they're like bluish colouring, and then the bugs in Starship Troopers, the main trooper ones, they've got like two, I don't know, prongs, whatever, coming out the front, like one big claw, and that's how Cenotaur's face is designed. Hmm, that's... If you see them side by side, you're like, oh, okay, it is actually definitely a thing. And then apparently it has actually been mentioned in interviews. Oh, really? Okay. I was going to say, could it be coincidental? But fair, fair, fair. On to this design as well. Um, And speaking of the crabs living in weird things, Hmm. is it the same kind of Monoblos style shell that the Cenotaur has? One of them I know is Gravios. Uh, there's like a snail. That must be Cenotaur there, because I think Hermitor's whole deal is he's got the big horn in the back, right? No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yes, I'm literally correct. talking about Cenotaur now, yeah. This yeah. is the Cenotaur episode. Yeah, come on. We, we, did, we did the other episode. Yeah, come <laughs> on. It's got another one that's more of just like a, like a shelled animal's shell. And then it's got another one which is supposed to be a wyvern, but it's not so clear what wyvern it is. Like it might not be an act- one that we've seen before. Yeah, I, I think that's always been the, yeah. the rumour. I'm sure that's what we discussed last time we did this. Um, I've in... still not seen it. It's been six years. Come on. <laughs> Generations... I just haven't been looking hard enough. <laughs> Generations Ultimate, there was um, a Shogun Cenotaur Deviant, the Rust Razor Cenotaur, which A, mm. has pretty cool claws, but also it wears a um, Glavinous shell. Glavinous okay, skull as a shell. That. Oh, well, we probably didn't see it, because he wasn't in Generations. He was only in Generations Ultimate. Yeah, we barely did the Deviants, did we? We so. barely touched the Deviants, yeah, so we'd already done our Cenotaur episodes. So. Hmm. Fair enough. Yep. I don't know how different his fight was or anything, because, again, I haven't fought it. Is there not a subspecies of the monster regularly? Or am I thinking Hyrator? There are some odd species in, like, Frontier and stuff. Um, oh, right. 
and there's there's a hardcore one, but that's not really like a whole a subspecies. Oh no, not even in Frontier. In Monster Hunter Online, there's a Swordmaster Shogun Senator and Onimusha. Excellent. The Capcom game. Apparently, it's well named after it. Yeah. Yeah, well, probably. That's probably I, reckon, I reckon they can they can get the rights to a Capcom game. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> yeah quite likely, isn't it? Quite likely. But, <laughs> it's just the way you said it. It's like such a horror Capcom game of all games. <laughs> Onimusha just means like demon samurai. So, yeah, I really like of... the. Um... Oh, I was going to say I really like the weapons you can get with the. Uh... The shogun stuff like uh, the sword and shield, which to be fair is also part hermitor. You've got the shogun's claw as your sword, and then the hermitor's claw as the shield. Um, it's a really cool setup, and I think the dual blades for the senator are you would just wield two claws if I remember rightly. Like, they're uh, really cool weapons. From, no, from that's, that they're thing. still a bit swastikery. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh dear the bladed edge slash limb cutter uh, they, I'm looking at the picture from Monster Hunter Generations let me just put Rise in there no no it's still pretty much the same <laughs> Joy, it, it's, it's like three core multiple claws like arranged spinning around well, that's, but yeah, it's not that. That's, you're missing one claw, so yeah. The, well, the handle is the fourth claw. Oh, I see. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, close enough. I mean, it, it's not like blatant Nazi imagery, but it, you can see why someone would look at it and get that impression. <laughs> I would yeah. be super, that would be a bold turn for Monster Hunter <laughs> to say, well, it's, start going for bleeding. It's, defi- it's definitely imagery. a reach, like yeah. I think it's a reach, yeah, yeah. But also, um, I like you genuinely do see that symbol used everywhere in Asia in the Buddhist context. Like if you look at a town map, it literally the way they mark temples is with that symbol. Hmm. And there's yeah. big hanging banners at like all the Buddhist temples with that symbol on it. It's not, yeah, and obviously the Nazi one is flipped and tilted at an angle, but yeah, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the first couple of years living in Japan, it's a shock to regularly see that everywhere. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of uh, living in Japan, you want to tell us a bit about the Shogunate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. So, yeah, Shogun. So, officially, the term Shogun is like, means like chief of the military for the defense of Japan. And I think the first couple of people who were called Shogun were appointed by the Emperor and it was just a military title. But for the majority of Japan's history, the actual Emperor held no power and the Shogun, who was the head of the samurai class, was the actual leader of Japan. Um, And the Emperor was just like a symbolic position. So Shogun officially means like highest ranking military commander, but was literally like the king of Japan for about a thousand years. Hmm. And yeah, the Shogun. He lived a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. He was an absolute G. No, there was multiple different families took it and then lost it and then took it and then lost it and there was, a, you know, like two hundred and fifty years of solid civil war. Classic. That's why they got well Does... good at killing, isn't it? 
does the Shogun Zenitar Arbor reflect that at all? Like it is, it well, I think it quite the fact that it like the shell helmet kind of thing is a bit samurai armory, and then the two swords obviously is very samurai. Um, I've obviously got the female armor set, and the male one as well. It's it is a bit more Western armor than samurai, I would say. I don't really hmm. think the Zenitar armor looks that much like a samurai armor set. Hmm. The only armor set I would say looks particularly samurai is um, Magnamalo. Yeah. But I think they're just using Daimyo and um, Shogun just to mean, you know, the boss one. The same way they use Great Jaggy or Royal Ludroth. It's just an, another way to say this one is the big boss one of the little ones. You should Very do much. that more often. Like, <laughs> King King Jaggy. And then the Cenator part, um, one of the or- like orders that um, Hermit Crabs are under is Sina Bitidae. And then also, like, oh. Kruste Shun, that's how Cenator is spelled. And I think Tor just means horn. So there you that's go. Pretty much, maybe though. There we go. How many um, John Cena jokes did we make in the previous show? Oh, it was, it was non stop. And Andy was not <laughs> enjoying it. <laughs> sure, you appreciate the distinct lack of them on this episode, Andy. I mean, I wouldn't have known if they'd happened, but Are you, mean, well, you know, you're not the thing is, patting yourselves on the back for it. So yeah. it's, uh... we were not like good at putting them in subtly. So we would just say some total non sequitur. Like, <laughs> oh, the wrestling reference was it? Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. That sounds. That sounds like uh, something that would happen. <laughs> Just me, Jay, and Jas were all a bit more in the wrestling pocket at that stage in our lives. So, if waiting another couple of weeks for another monster mash will be having you feeling blue, do not worry because next time we'll all be going awoo. As we hunt the Lunagaron, that big old wolf lad. So make sure you join us for that one. Um, until then, Luke, if the listeners want to find us on other platforms or follow us or even support us, we're going to do that. Well, we're on all the podcasting platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, all of that. Make sure you search Monster Mouth Podcast. If you're not subscribed already, make sure you subscribe, like, and, you know, give us a five star rating and a review and all of that. It would be nice to. You know, get spread around a little bit. I think we have like 100 people listening every week. That's pretty cool. If 100 yeah. people were actually like turning up to listen to us in a movie, we'd feel like fucking big cheeses, right? But they're not going to. No. I mean, I'm not. I'm not putting my neck on the line for that one. Your neck no, on the like, line. Like, oh, we have 100 listeners. Sounds small in terms of like internet numbers, but it's there's quite a lot of people just listening to us chat shit about a big crab. I guess you won't That's get to fair. see Andy at Monster Mash live then. Not just yet. <laughs> um, Look, I'll turn up if you guys want to plan it, but I have no. I will not be investing in Monster Hunter Live. Monster Hunter Live? That's a big ask. Where's his Mash Live? <laughs> Shit. We're also on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. We're also on Facebook. Make sure you search Monster Mash Podcast. Get in touch. Tell us you're enjoying it or you're not enjoying it. Although we should stop talking about kissing because you can't relate to that because you're a sad loner. Um, and if you're not a sad loner and you're actually like rolling in it and you're an absolute player, you can support us by going to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. 
What a plot. To confirm, you're saying <laughs> that the only way to kiss someone is to have money. I'm saying That's quite problematic. That if you're an absolute player and a pimp, then clearly you'd support us on Patreon. And if you don't, it's because you're a scrub. Mm, I didn't realise you got so into capitalism lately. It's just I've decided to well just embrace turned it. for you. No, this isn't capitalism. Mm. Capitalism is hoarding wealth. I'm telling them to share it with me so I can hoard it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Spoken like a true capitalist. It's a tax-deductible <laughs> charity to give your money to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. It is not a tax-deductible charity. Very legal disclaimer of you there, Andy. I might, I yeah, might just cut it. Uh, 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 keeping us. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the end of the episode. Just Andy giving a disclaimer. <laughs> well, no. But before then, Andy, what can they tweet at Andy? Man- no, 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 no. This is not my responsibility. Absolutely not. Oh, passing the buck, then. I guess Luke has to do it. I'm not passing the buck. It was never my buck. <laughs> He's passed the buck. Look, what, because of he's passed the buck, I want you to think of the most vile thing they can tweet at AndyMan949 this week. Tweet at AndyMan949 pictures of your fleshy nub. Yeah, there we go. You deserve that, Andy. Enjoy. <laughs> Until then. Oh, yes. I can't wait to see all the fleshy nubs because they're definitely going to get tweeted. <laughs> I hope they do this week. I really hope they do. <laughs> Let's face it. If anyone's going to tweet it, it's going to be Tree. And I don't think he's going to cross that line. <laughs> That's what you think, son. <laughs> Till then. Catch us next time. See ya. Goodbye.